What's up, do-heads? And welcome to the very first episode of the... What's the name of the podcast again? The podcast is the Direct to video podcast. The Direct to video podcast. The only podcast on the internet right now about the Direct to video Scooby-Doo movies. I am your host, the Boobeard the Pirate. I forgot my name already. I'm Boobeard the Pirate. There's no the in front of Boobeard the Pirate. That's true. It's, just Boob- it's not like the Facebook. Shout out to Justin Timberlake in that movie. I am Boobeard the Pirate, joined as always by my co-host, the Space Kook. Space Kook, how is it going? Space Kook's doing okay. Wondering why you called the movie the Facebook instead of the social network, but we're going to keep rolling But that's what, they called, anyway. that's what they called it in the movie. But the movie's title that is... That was Timberlake's big thing. The movie's title is The Social Network. That's true. If people hadn't seen the movie, they wouldn't have known what you were talking about. I think people have seen that movie. That movie's been out for a while. Ten years probably by now. Speaking of movies that we've seen... Oh, ayo. That's right. We are going to be here until the end of October, reviewing as many of the direct-to-video Scooby-Doo movies as we can. And we started off with the very first one to come out on VHS, and that is Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Space Coop, what were your initial thoughts of this movie? Uh, I remember loving this movie as a kid, and I will say that I continue to love this movie right now. I liked it. I was I thought it was funnier. Full disclosure, this is a podcast about honesty, first and foremost. I watched this movie probably like 16 days ago, so I didn't really pay that much attention through a lot of it. I made my dinner. I did laundry during this. Big laundry. I called my, yeah, I did, I called my mom during this, too. So you probably have a better understanding of what happened than I do. Because you, you took, actually, really detailed notes, which I'm really impressed with. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like the hallmark of a good podcast is decent notes as we go through. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote some jokes in here, too, just nice. because I'm not that funny, so we're going to try to roll with this as we go. I like it. Yeah, definitely. You want to jump into the plot? Yeah, let's jump. Yeah, but first, tell me your, so you, overall, you liked it, though. Uh, I would give this 10 out of 10 Scooby snacks. Really? Yes. That's a lot of Scooby snacks. I feel like that's really unrealistic for us to keep that up for a while. We also <laughs> hadn't discussed we, a rating system prior to this. Can we go out of five Scooby Snacks? Five Scooby Snacks is fine. Right. It still receives five. All right, I'll give it a five out of five Scooby Snacks as well. All right, let's dive in. Let's dive into the plot. You want to you take the, take the range yeah, here? Yeah, I'll take it off here. So uh, we open with a classic spooky castle uh, with a villain that's sort of troll-like and the Scooby-Doo title Oh, yeah, track. he's green. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good costume, though. It's a really good costume, but while they're being... His face moves in a mask. How does that work? I mean, animatronics, I assume. Yeah, heavy that is? Yeah, no, I He's understand. fast for that. He is, and he also has very sharp claws. They he cut did. through a lot of different fabrics. And then Velma takes off his gloves at one point, and it's like, look, there's why there's green goo, and he has green on his hands. He yes. take off his gloves every time to do it? He must have. Well, he was... Well, that's the crime he committed. He was counterfeiting. So he actually did actually Is that really the crime, crime he committed? That's what they were saying, yeah. What He was doing what? He was counterfeiting. Like printing illegal money? That is what counterfeiting is. Is yeah. that really all he was doing? Yeah. I don't know why he needed the zombie mon- or the costume to do it. Yeah, but. I feel like you can just hide that pretty well by being like, they're kids. They don't know what real money looks like. You're right. How old are they? Mystery Inc. Unclear in this movie. And actually, that's a pretty important plot point because they end up getting different jobs after this title sequence. Yeah, I thought they were in high school. You mean in this movie? Yeah. They're just, definitely not in just, No, I know, because Daphne is season two of a show. Correct. Correct. And, and Fred's the one-man crew, which I don't understand. Did he go to film school and we missed that plot? Uh, I don't think he could. No, I don't think he went to film school. We, didn't go to, we didn't go to podcasting school. I took a podcasting class in college. Okay, fair enough. I have a question for you. Based uh, on that opening title track sequence, yeah. which late 90s band would you assume wrote this title, not wrote, but performed this title track? Was it A, Matchbox 20? B, Blink-182, or C, Third Eye Blind. Is one of these actually right? Yes. Okay, it's definitely not Matchbox 20, because it, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't Rob Thomas. That's correct. Blink-182. Fan of the show, Rob Thomas? Rob Thomas, not a sponsor, but we would love to have him on. Her diamonds, Rob. They're falling down. Um, it's definitely, is it? No. Third Eye Blind seems too obvious, so I'm going to go, Blink-182 did What's My Age Again, and Nobody Likes You When You're 23. And this movie came out in 19... 19- 
98, and those people are turning 22 this year. Oh, that almost turned out really well. I'm going to go with Blink-182. That's incorrect. It was Third Eye Blind. Really? It was. It was for Third Eye Blind. You think that was the highlight of their career? Yes. I think when they think about their career, they think about that one time they performed Scooby the Scooby-Doo gets a lot of, like, those artists that you kind of know but forget about. Like, Sugar Ray is in the live-action one, and then Ruben Stutter's in the second live-action one. That's true. That's and they true. got Ruben Stutter, friend of the pro? Ruben Sutter, definitive friend of the podcast. Ruben, thanks for listening. We appreciate your downloads. Um, so, all right, I didn't know that. Interesting. So, all right, so they're in the spooky castle, and then... They catch the counterfeiting guy. They catch the counterfeiting guy, who I think is probably fine. Right, I mean, I don't... There's never Also, any... why are there no... How did this mystery gang get turned on to this crime as opposed to the police? We don't know. We're just supposed to assume, based on our own knowledge of Mystery Inc., that they find these mysteries somehow. Okay. Um, they capture this guy... They have and... an LLC as Mystery Inc.? I don't know. Like, how do you write that off as tax purposes? Well, I feel like every time we talk about Scooby-Doo, we just need to talk about, like, how does the gang make money from this? Is that like bounty hunters? Or is they... Dog the Bounty Hunter a Scooby-Doo spinoff? Potentially. Dog, the, dog, dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter, not a not a sponsor. Dog like Scooby-Doo. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. All right, we got to investigate. Um, we'll get the research team on that. A key point in this part, though, is that Daphne is upset that this guy is in a mask. She is constantly upset that these I mean, people... what does she expect? To think a ghost is counterfeiting? Uh, no, she's more just that all of these ghosts and these zombies that they end up finding throughout their time as Mystery Inc. are never actually ghosts and zombies. And that's like a crucial plot point in this movie. Would you want them to be ghosts and zombies? In Scooby-Doo? Like, let's say right now, if I could tell you right now, ghosts are real, would you want to hear it? No, not I would, you. I would, why not? You were not the person to Who's break that news to Who's the most me? random person you think would be comfortable hearing that from? Sarah Bareilles. Really? Yes. All right, well, shout out Sarah Bareilles, friend of the pod. Okay, so anyway, they do that. They do that, and then they break up as Mystery Inc. because it's constantly people in masks, and they're but like... But it's a clean break. It is no a clean break. No one seems to have any animosity. That's true. It is a clean break. Uh, Daphne, like you were saying, goes mm-hmm. on. She starts uh, this show where she goes and tries What's to find. What's the name of the show? D- unclear. No, Actually, no, they, they definitely say it, it yeah, but I don't remember. I, I, I didn't didn't take it down. I think I was doing laundry when that happened. Um, and Fred, as you said, is her one-man film crew producer and simp. I guess yeah, may have been the first. That is true. Um, Scooby and Shaggy, they work for U.S. Customs. <laughs> that is pretty funny. That it's a weird plot point for sure. It is. Um, one question. I like, I like their boss though. Yeah, yeah, he's a good character. Yeah, like you know, you know, voice that is. Who? That's Mark Hamill. That's not Mark Hamill. That is Mark Hamill. Is it Mark Hamill, the other guy? No, Mark Hamill's both voices. Mark Hamill's both voices? Yes, Luke Skywalker is the airport manager. Dude, good for him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so one of the points I had was, is Scooby wait, hired? Wait, we didn't, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Because, like, he gets fired from that job. Right. So are they paying him? Or, like, if he's just... Do That's they, true. Can you write him off as an employee for tax purposes? Do you fire your dogs from airport security? Right, that's, that's a great thinking. question. I know. Like, if, like, I'm, like, in real life, if I'm, like, the dog trainer at an airport, and my dog is, like, bad at his job, do I get fired? Yes. Or does, the, does the dog just go? I assume that you're both Well, Shaggy fired. also messed up here, too. Right. They eat all of the food. So, what happens is they eat all the food. They that find illegal cheese. Right. And they confiscate it. Uh-huh. And they eat all of the food that they've confiscated over mm-hmm. the course of their, however long they've been working at U.S. Customs. It seems like it's pretty recent, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, in a weirder subplot, Velma owns a bookstore. Yeah, which has two different names. Yeah, and... She it, calls it Mystery Inc. Bookshop, but the sign says Dinkley Bookstore. That's true, and there are, like, way too many mystery books in there. Like, she also has no policy. Yeah, that's that true. That customer calls, and like, can I pick them up on Tuesday? And she's like, sure. And he's like, oh, wait, two Tuesdays from now. And she's like, that's fine. Like, what's her policy here? Uh, it feels like she's running in a weird niche market, too, where these people are calling in. That's not how bookshops work. Like, I mean, it was 1998, though. Yeah, but you just, internet. So you go into the bookshop. That's what, what I'm saying. Like, what if you're going to be in town? Like, what if you're a huge Mystery Inc. fan? Then she ships them to you. They, they're not... Uh, they're not, not Amazon mis- back then. No, 
Amazon is not the people who ship stuff to you. You right. know that, right? All right. Well, maybe. Amazon, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Defin- not. Definitively not a Certainly sponsor. Certainly not. Jeff Bezos, huge do-head, though. It, you think so? Probably. He looks like a Scooby-Doo villain. He does. He does. That's a good point. Um, but anyway, to get them all back together, I guess Fred sends this invitation out for Daphne's birthday. Um, they're going on... I really thought we weren't recording for a second. No, we are. We are. We're good. We're good. Yeah. I'm Boo Bear the Pirate, so I'm looking to change my name. I don't know what I'm going to be yet. Um... They go for season two. Uh, while it's Daphne's birthday, they are going to New Orleans. The boogie to help biker. I'm changing, my, I'm changing. Wait, I'm changing my name to the boogie biker. Okay, not on the record. Boogie biker is now officially. Uh, that's from a pup named Scooby. That's canon. It is from the Scooby canon. Nice. Um, so on the way down to New Orleans for season two of Daphne's show, which is apparently a hit show. I'm not sure who would watch. My mom might watch that. How do they go to New Orleans in the mystery machine? No. How do they end up in New Orleans again? That's like, just wh- where they're going. What made them want to go to New Orleans? I guess it's spooky. Okay. But on the way, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they on reunite. On the way, right, well, that's what I said. They okay. reunite for Daphne's birthday, and they head down to New Orleans as a group mm-hmm. for season two. Yeah. Potentially because Fred needs more help because he's been the one-man crew this whole time. That is true. He, like, needs other producers. Well, they also say New Orleans is, like, the mo- one of the most haunted places. Who is they? Uh, that's what Daphne said, I think. In the movie? Yeah. I don't remember what that. I think it's haunted by. Smooth jazz? Nice. Zion Williamson? My dad? <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely not haunted by Zion. He's there. That's true. Well, not right now. Maybe Anthony. He's in the, he's in the Florida bubble. Oh, like Chris Paul and Anthony Davis? Yeah, the Anthony Davis. Uh, Chris be. Paul, not a sponsor. Not Anthony, a sponsor. Anthony Davis, friend of the podcast. Though. Anthony Davis, huge dude. Oh, for sure. sure. Are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. So on the way, they're going down to New Orleans. They unmask a bunch of these monsters. It's very unclear based on this title sequence. Well, it's not really a title sequence. It's more like a... It's a montage. It's a montage. It is a killer, killer guitar in it, though. It's great music in yeah. that one, I will say. So the first guy they get is this man bat in a graveyard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they did get the man bat. He's like an old guy, yeah. too. Why are you haunting a graveyard? Well, that... So he's, he's... Oh, he's probably grave robbing. No, no, no. Well, he holds up a diamond necklace, and oh. we're supposed to just, I guess, extrapolate the plot? I don't know. I'm sure... Mm. And definitely don't know what crime he committed... Then they go to this rundown casino boat with a ghoulish, ghoulish, excuse me, boat captain uh, who ends up being a woman, which was an interesting subplot. The boat captain was a man. Why couldn't her ghost be a woman too? If she oh, was that's a woman, true. You know, but, I mean, it also says follow your dreams, since they're really big symbol, I think, for women empowerment. I guess so. Boat casino was very. I was very interested I in that. Idea. Honestly, I didn't know boat casinos were a thing until I watched season three of Ozark. Nice. I had no idea that was a thing. Jason How does that work? Like, let's say my boat just keeps on going down the river and ends up in the ocean, in international waters. Uh, there's maritime law that would require you to have different licensing. Really? Yeah. Depending on where I am? You think those cruise ships don't have those like, big well, gambling licenses? I know. They have casinos, right? Those cruise ships? I mean, do I have to get a different license to be in the ocean as opposed to like a river? Yeah, that's how maritime What state am I on when I'm in a river? What? Like Mississippi River. That goes like, that's like the barrier for a lot of states, right? The word you're looking for is border. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. What laws do I have to follow? Like, let's say gambling's legal in Illinois. Does the river run by Illinois? Probably not. Gambling is legal in all... What are you talking about? Like casinos. Yeah. Is gambling legal everywhere? I still don't know what the rules are. In the U.S.? Yeah. I mean, I don't as long think as so. you follow certain licensing, yes. Okay. I don't think that's true. It is. All right. Well, what do I know? It's not. Are you playing dice games? Are you playing what's card a, games? What's most illegal? What's the most illegal thing I can gamble? With? I'm not a. I'm not a casino lawyer. Right. I don't know. We'll, we'll look into this with the research department. We'll loop back around to it. Casino later. lawyers, email us, please. Uh, let us know if we're talking correctly about maritime law. Do you think law. casino lawyers at gmail.com is taken? Probably. We could probably take that still. 
Yeah. We'll drop our email at the end. Probably because I have to re-remember it and look it back up. And then the final guy in this montage is my personal favorite, actually. Um, actually, probably the favorite moment of the movie. It's this giant lobster. Is he a lobster or is he crawfish? Because they're in Louisiana. Well, and they are in the Bubba Joe's Craw Factory. But to me... Dude, as the a, BJCF? Yeah, the BJCF. Nice. To me, he looks like Larry the Lobster from Spongebob. Yeah, it's true. He probably does. And as far as my... Was Spongebob out in 1998? Yes. Was Larry introduced? Probably. Right. As far as my cephalopod knowledge goes... Oh, nice. Nice. Look at that. That's impressive. That's a $5 word. Uh, I am pretty sure that it was a lobster. Anyway, not He's sure... He's strong. The lobster? Yeah, no. First of all, Larry the Lobster, but that's a different point. But this... Villain lobster? Yeah. He picks him up by his claws. That's true. I don't know how the the, the hand inside the claw would is, do that. But I'm assuming it's no more than three fingers. Agreed. He yeah. lifts, well, Shaggy's pretty light, but he lifts Shaggy. Which is weird considering how much he eats, but yeah. I think he has a high metabolism. Yeah, yeah. At any rate, uh, they unmasked that guy. He's just like a weird nerd. No idea what the crime is. Oh, yeah, he is. wasn't. Yeah, what was that crime? No idea. But then... Because no one knows what like, boat drives or... Boat casino laws have to follow. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. Maybe the gang was just like carrying out like an. Uh, yeah, they had to set the precedent. Yeah. Well, so like this the, movie's more groundbreaking than I think I realized. There's like a bureau of tobacco and firearms that often handles. Uh, it's a federal bureau that often handles yeah. like casino crime. Okay. So I'm wondering if maybe they Is that a movie? hired as casino crime. The movie's called Casino. Yeah, but it, no, but it's like a straight up movie just called Casino Crime. There's a movie called Casino. Yeah, I know. I don't care about that one. There's not a movie called Casino I'd watch a movie Crime. called Casino Crime before I watch a movie called Casino. I mean, you should check out the Ocean's movies then. They're pretty good. I've only seen two. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. 11 and 13. R.I.P. Bernie Mac. Would have been a friend of the pod for sure. Oh, for sure. Bernie Mac, humongous new head. So anyway, Daphne continues to be upset that these people are all in masks. And she's loudly complaining about this when a woman eavesdropping hears and tells them that she's the chef at this actually haunted mansion on Moonscar Island. And this movie's, this lady's name is Lena. What kind of accent does she have? Well, it's a New Orleans accent. It doesn't sound New Orleans. How much time have you spent around people from New Orleans? One of my old roommates was from Texas, but went to school in Louisiana, and his family was Cajun, or from that area. He didn't sound like that. Okay. She sounded like a mix between like French and Southern, which I guess is Cajun. That is what, that is literally what Cajun is. Right. Well, didn't sound as as pronounced. Okay. I suppose. I'm sorry that she didn't sound like Gambit from the X Men. You think she just hangs out around that market all day and eavesdrops on people? Also. This movie came out in 1998, and I was like, wow, no one has, like, headphones in. Look at everyone just enjoying life. This movie couldn't happen today. Everyone has their earpods in. If you're listening right now on earpods, shout out to you. Thank you for listening. But, like, she would, her entire job is eavesdropping. No, like, if somebody her entire work, job is being the chef at this house. She's, she's buying ingredients to as cook. Far, that's what we think right now, but knowing what we know, having watched the movie, her job isn't to cook. No, her job is literally still to cook. Despite what we know, she's still the chef. I mean, we're not going to talk about it in 20 minutes anyway, but she's evil. Yeah. And she has to lure people back. Yeah. How does she lure people back if they're not like... But looking? that only happens once a year. So for the rest of the year, she's Right. The chef. But I'm assuming not everybody goes to that island looking for mysteries to solve. How do you lure other people there? If you're like, look at this tourist resort that I have? What do you mean? People go on ghost tours on like every single touristy place you could go to. People love mysteries. Our listeners love mysteries. That's true. That's a mystery. Why? Yeah, that's Ayo. true. Nice. I don't think I understand why they're why she like why would you go? She's at a farmer's market because right. she's buying groceries because yes. she is the chef. Yeah, good for her. And she is like she's drawn, she's animated to be like a very lovely, yeah. very like uh Cajun very movie, calming voice. Very beautiful Cajun woman. Yeah. Yes. I Yeah, that's in the internet forever, I guess. Yeah, whatever, who cares? <laughs> uh so, yeah, I mean, like, I get it. I don't know why you would go back. I wouldn't go back. But obviously the gang is very interested because they're looking for an actual haunted thing. Mm -hmm. 
so they drive through the swamp and follow her back to this haunted mansion. Uh, notable Daphne is the one driving the mystery machine now. Uh, I have only ever seen Fred in all of the... But Fred's filming. He's the one man. He has to film everything. Sure, but he's not filming while they're driving. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Isn't he? You weren't watching the movie. Yeah. No, he's not filming while they're... I thought, yeah. When they go across the boat onto the island and the cats come, That's he's on filming. a boat. They're not, not while they're he driving. Gets back, you think the boat takes them all the way to the house? They have to drive the machine off, the mystery machine off the boat. I don't know. It's unclear. The spatial reasoning is unclear whether or not they're actually he's giving... filming. That's why he's not driving. Anyway, they meet this ferry driver. He reiterates the point that this is going to be a haunted trip. Which... The ferry driver is Jim Cummings. That's true. Who also voices um, Ray. In Prince on the Frog, and it's the exact same accent. That's true. It's he great. actually, I looked at his Wikipedia picture, and he looks like the fairy driver. He does look like the fairy. He looks like um the uh, the dad in Beauty and the Beast too. Basically, uh, he's, he's he's a chubby animated white dude with right. a mustache. Yeah, you you That's can pretty probably much picture him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope you've seen this movie because otherwise we've just spoiled it for you a couple different ways. Uh, but yeah, yeah, with a lobster ghost. Are you kidding me? He doesn't even know about that. Unclear if it was a ghost lobster or if it was just a big lobster. But regardless. Um, Lena's upset, be- or, or I'm sorry, her name is Lena, which is difficult to spell. Uh, she's upset what? because it's four letters. I actually don't. I think that's just how I put it in my notes. That's how I spell Lena. I don't know. How would she spell Lena? L E A N A? No, that'd be Leanna. Maybe two E's. Lena. No, nothing like that. I don't know. She's upset because she notices that the gang has Scooby, and she's like, "Oh, I didn't know you guys had a dog. My employer keeps cats." And Shaggy assures her that Scooby is cool with cats. But then they get to this pepper plantation, and Scooby demonstrates that he's on the island. That's that's a plot people talk about the pepper farm. Well, the pepper plantation is the island. That's what's well, like, on the island. No, it is the island. I guess this is the same as Scooby Doo on Zombie Island versus in Zombie Island. Well, it could be Scooby Doo. It's not Scooby Doo on Pepper Plant Island. It's Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. But the Zombie Island. Is well, the, the island pepper is Moonscar Island. It's, it's not. Pe- it's not Pepper Plant Island. It's Pepper Plantation, first of all. Yeah. And but it's not Pepper Plantation Island, it's Moonscar Island. Regardless. So the plantation's on Moonscar Island. I, yes, I guess I it want is that on, on Moonscar the record. Island. Regardless, Scooby demonstrates he's in fact not cool with cats by chasing them around, so you gotta wonder, is Shaggy a liar? Uh, because it seems like he might be. Mm, true. Uh, so then the owner of the whole plantation comes out, her name's Simone. She, she yells, looks like Jane Lynch. Yeah, I think she was modeled after Jane Lynch. You think so? You think Jane Lynch gave him, like, permission for that? Jane Lynch, friend of the pod. Jane Lynch, write in. Let us know if they gave you permission, or if you gave them permission. If they gave you permission, that'd be pretty weird. That would be very weird. Yeah. We're, um, we're allowed to use your likeness. She comes out and she's like, hey, who brought this dog? And Scooby looks around, and this becomes like a running joke that Scooby doesn't know he's a dog. That's pretty funny. But it begs the question, like, what does Scooby think he is? Probably does, a person. You think? Probably. He's, he, he can talk. But he realizes he's on... If you can talk, I think you should be treated like a person. Parrots? Do you think all parrots oh, should be treated like There's people? a thing about parrots. Parrots just repeat sounds. And Scooby-Doo is neat. Scooby-Doo can form his own words. I don't think that's true. That is true. Um, Scooby-Doo, write in if you are a listener of the podcast. That's true. Us, uh, if you have a dog that knows how to talk, write into the podcast. Talking dogs, not a sponsor, though. Honestly, if you, if you have parrots that know how to talk, that would be pretty good. Yeah, cool. somebody explain how parrots talk to us. That'd be really great. Send it to the email, please. Um... So, yeah, and then they also meet this jacked gardener named Bo. Yeah, just like Lena was very animatedly uh, cute, I would mm-hmm. say that Bo is very animatedly handsome. Yeah, they make a good couple. It's on the, it's on the record now. I mean, I might as well just yeah, embrace it. It's kind of weird. Um, so, as per He's usual, a gardener. Did we say that? Yeah, we said that. He's the gardener? He is the gardener. Yeah. Hired by these two. Hired women. by Jane Lynch and cute Lena. Her name is Simone, but yes. Oh, I always forget her name. Yeah. All yeah. right. But Jane Lynch will work yeah. for these purposes. Just imagine Jane Lynch uh, on this plantation. Mm-hmm. So the gang gets several ghostly warnings to leave with these messages that are being, like, scraped into the wall. Velma gets yeah, levitated. Yeah, so are they ghosts or zombies? Or can they be either or? 
They're ghosts. But they're also zombies. Wait, on the whole island? Wait, let me get to the... Let me finish the plot point right. and then ask the question about mm-hmm. it because it's explained. Okay. Uh, Velma starts levitating. They get this on video. And then there's a classic zoom and enhance scene where they're like filming and they see that it's actually a ghost pirate. And then Simone's like, oh, that's Moonscar. That's who this island is named after. Um, and then Scooby and Shaggy then run into this skeleton that gets reanimated by that ghost spirit. We didn't even talk about Mark Hamill's other character yet. That's true. What's his name again? Go ahead. You're the one who wants to talk about him. I, well, I think it's a, that's how they ended up finding the skeleton. There's someone they meet on the boat ride over, whose name I already forget, but yes. he's voiced by Mark Hamill as well. That's true. And he's like this jack guy who hates tourists, and he has like one eye. And he has a hunting pig he named both, Mojo. He has both eyes, but go on. Ooh, does he? Yes. Oh, well. He has a hunt. What's his name? Uh, Snakebite. Snakebite. Snakebite Scrubs. Snakebite Scrubs. Snakebite. They run into him on the Was he boat. born Snakebite Scrubs, or did he get bit by the snake and change his name from, like, Trevor Scrubs to Snakebite? What if he bit the snake himself, and that made him Snakebite? That'd be Snakebite Trevor. He can make it work. Okay. Just knock him off the end. It's like a last name nickname. Okay. Anyway, they they meet him on the on the boat ride over, on the ferry ride. And he's trying to catch this big catfish, and Shaggy and Scooby keep on foiling him accidentally, and he hates them. So anyway, they're out running around doing their thing later on on the island, and they run into Snakebite, and they cost him the fish again, and then he sends Mojo the pig after him, and then Mojo the pig chases them into this hole. Correct. And then night happens, something happens to where something gets triggered, and that the zombies come alive? Well, that's what I was saying, yeah. where the skeleton gets this ghost spirit and then gets reanimated as a zombie. Uh, oh, that's how that yes. works. Okay, yes. that makes sense. Yes. So that's how it becomes a zombie island. They were ghost spirits. That's what was sort of haunting them at the beginning, but then they become zombies based on this spirit. Um, the Moonscar corpse is like following them and they get spooked. That's a deep scar. The scar's on the skeleton. Yeah, that is a deep scar. Good point. Yeah. Um, the gang is like, oh, Scooby and Shaggy, classic. Uh, they're scared of whatever. They still stay, despite all the warnings that everybody is seeing. Then, yeah, they stay for dinner. Yeah, well, they're staying overnight. They're, like, inviting themselves into this woman's home, quite mm-hmm. frankly, which True. is a little rude. I, I mean, Lena say. invited them. Yeah, but Lena didn't If really you invited invite them. In, uh, like your friends to, like, your employer's home, what do you think they would say? This is a weird invite. Yeah. I would hope that's what they would say. Do you think they would allow it? No. All right. Well, because Jane Unless it was haunted. Jane Lynch is really cool with this. Yeah, she well, she's like a little apprehensive, but she's like, yeah, I guess that's fine. Um, they get ready for this dinner. Mm-hmm. Scooby and Shaggy are in a room together. They have so many rooms that Fred and Shaggy don't have to share a room, but for some reason, Scooby and Shaggy are sharing a room. They're getting well, ready Scooby's for dinner. A, is Scooby a dog or a person? Comes back to this ultimate question. I know. That's what I'm trying to say. If Scooby realizes that he and Shaggy sharing the room isn't weird, then he has to recognize he's a dog. Or something that's not human. Right. Um, Scooby and Shaggy are together and they see a ghost. This time it's a Confederate colonel. He's warning them to get away. They scream, they run, they knock into Fred, but then they forget about it because Lena's like, oh, dinner. And they're like, food, hooray. Um, but no, but they make Shaggy and Scooby eat outside. Hold on, that's another problem. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Scooby gets forced to eat outside because he can't get along with the cats and sleep. Or what's her name? Lena? Simo- no, Simone. 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 Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch is. Uh, like, Did you say SEMA? I said SEMA because I mixed up Simone. Isn't that and like Nina. an organization, SEMA? Uh, not that I'm familiar with. Uh, whatever. Uh, she tells them to go outside because she hates how Scooby and she, the cats can't get along. Again, Shaggy, straight up liar. Like, Scooby cannot handle these cats. Yeah, but that, I mean, that makes me think he's a dog in his core. Right, and I think. Cla- he, uh, if you're not familiar with this, a classic movie trope is that dogs and cats don't get along. Really? Yeah. Had never actually ever experienced that. I've 
allergic to pets, so I'd never had a dog or a cat. Nice, nice. Oh, uh, do you remember the movie Cats and Dogs? No. Oh. I think I've seen it, though. I've seen the movie Homeward Bound. The Incredible yes. Journey are two very different movies. Oh, there's two dogs and a cat in that one, and the cat's kind of, like, mean to the other dogs. But, uh, yeah, good movie. Cats always seem to have, like, weird personalities in movies. True. Anyway, they get asked to go eat outside, and then while they're outside, they get attacked by these zombies, and the rest of the gang's eating dinner uh, with Simone and Lena while that's happening. The boys start yelling. The gang heads out to find them. Friend and Daphne run into a pirate zombie, followed by Shaggy and Scooby. Daphne's like, oh, it's just a guy in a mask. They're trying to remove it. But then it turns out, surprise, it's a real head, which I guess proves the existence of real zombies on the island. They're attacked. And I have that one in quotes because really all these zombies are doing is like standing around. They're walking towards them. Is that I, I'd run away from the zombie if it was walking towards me. Would you call it being attacked by a zombie or being Shit. approached by a zombie? I think I'd call it being chased by a zombie. I feel like approach. That's only like, if the zombie follows you, though. But they are following. Them. Right, but they, like, they swarm the car. They don't know that whenever they're standing there. They, I, think I, I think you could just make that assumption. They're just being grouped by the zombies. Right. Zombies well animated, I will they say. Are, they are. Very nice. spooky. Yeah. I remember being kind of scared of that as a kid. Even today, I was kind of scared. I was like, Were you? Yeah. A little spooky. <laughs> um, uh, it's because you, you have those sleeves on. That's true. Because a chill came in. Yeah, it was, it was very spooky. Sleeve monster got you. Um, Fred drops his camera while he's being quote-unquote chased by these zombies and it in falls quicksand. into swamp quicksand that's yeah. true quick this is like the time when like quicksand was like that's the like ultimate get out of any situation card if you're a tv animated thing well writer. i have bigger questions about like is there quicksand in swamps and bayous have you ever seen quicksand in real life no i want to i'm sure it doesn't happen the way it works in the movies are you sure yeah i really want to get stuck in quicksand i just want to see what happens if you get stuck in quicksand you're not supposed to move that's like the whole thing i know but then how do you get out you just don't move. You wait for him. What do you mean? You just and wait? And then you like rise and then you grab onto something. Oh, so it's like bread? I don't know. Bread confirmed a source of quicksand. I or guess. kind of quicksand, perhaps. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, so then Shaggy and Scooby, they get separated while this chase scene is happening and they run into these wax voodoo dolls that look like Fred, Velma, and Daphne in this cave. They're playing with the dolls and then it cuts to where they're involuntarily c- controlling the gang's actions with the things that they're making the dolls do. The gang's like kind of confused what's happening to them. They're moving around. They're not sure why. Can I change my name real quick to the Cheese Monster? Yeah, absolutely. Right. The episode he was in was Wanted Cheddar Alive. Nice. That's, That's also funny. voiced by Jim Cummings. Shout out Jim Cummings. He's covering all our bases here. Friend of the pod, Jim Cummings, maybe? Not, definitely not a sponsor. For sure not a sponsor. But could be friend of the pod. Would love to have him. Yeah. Um, anyway, they drop the dolls because they get chased by a nest of bats. Um, and they is dolls. that what a group of bats is called? A nest of bats? Uh, I actually don't know. You know what's funny? If it was a bushel of bats. It's definitely not a bushel. It should be a bushel of bats. Um, Who decides that? Scientists. Like what a group is called? Like dolphin? You know what a group of dolphins is called? No. It's a pod. Right. Do you know what a group of crows is called? Murder. That's correct. Is it? Yeah, is it crows? It is. You know what a group of unicorns is called? Non-existent. A blessing. Nice. That's confirmed. That's canon. That's definitely not confirmed by scientists, though, since unicorns aren't real. That's true. So who confirmed that one? Are unicorns in any Scooby-Doo movies? I hope, I hope it gets to an episode or a movie where there's unicorns. Me too. That'd, That'd be, be pretty cool. fun. Um, anyway, while they're doing that, the rest of the I gang... I hope they can talk, because they're more magical than Scooby. Scooby's not magical, though. He knows how to talk. So is he magical? Probably. Scooby-Doo, again. The magic of language. That's true. That's true magic. Uh, the rest of the gang, while this is happening, they're with Bo. They discover this secret passageway in the house. Lena tells them that the zombies drag Simone away, and they follow this passageway down to a secret chamber for voodoo rituals. Uh, and then from there, Simone and Lena use the voodoo dolls to trap the gang. Surprise, twist. They and the boat driver, the ferry driver, Jacques, reveal themselves to be evil cat creatures. This made me laugh out loud when I watched this movie two weeks ago. 
this was so funny because I forgot all about it. And, like, everything else at this point, it's like, yeah, I could see this. And all of a sudden, it's just, we're cat people now. I, cat, la- I laughed out loud. The cat subplot, I will say, seems like they could have gone in so many other directions, including but not limited to, like, werewolves are more popular, I feel like, than werecats. You think there's rights for werewolves? This is pre-Twilight. Yeah. So werewolves weren't that big at the time. I think in terms of intellectual property, werewolf culture is like public domain. Like you can use that. You know what werewolf culture is called? What? Lycanthropy. Nice. Mm-hmm. I did actually know that. but I did, a, I did a project on werewolves in high school. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Nice. I did pretty good at it. Nice. Um, so yeah, they're cat people. And then Simone does this evil backstory where she talks about how 200 years ago, she and Lena were part of this group of settlers on the island who worshipped this cat god. Do you really settle Louisiana? Yeah. I mean, you settle anything. I guess. They're settling Mars. That's settling. Are we settling Mars? Yeah. Nice. I settle arguments all the time. Oh, nice. wow. Nice. You a lawyer? Uh, no. I'm certainly not. You would have lost that lawyer. debate then. Yeah. Uh, what culture, I have to ask, worships cat gods that settled in New Orleans? Like, was this an Egyptian settlement? Like, who? No, it could be. Like, what, what group of people geographically were known for their cat worshipping? And know. it was only I like, have a lot of qualms with this part of the movie. Yeah, no kidding. Because... Well, Go ahead. Well, the cat people are the bad people. That's true. They're the definitive bad guys. Yes. And in this backstory, we find out Confederate soldiers, definitively awful people. We don't know that yet. Well, hold on. I'm, hold on. I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking the reins here. Let okay. me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, what's the term? Remix it. Three six five it. I don't know. I'm taking over. So we find out that the cat people who settled there were attacked by Confederate soldiers. No. Right. No. They yeah. were attacked by pirates. Yeah, and they were Confederate moose guards. No. Confederate soldiers. No. 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 That's not what happened. What? 200 years ago, when they first settled, they were attacked by pirates. Then, later on, that's when they took the Confederate soldiers' souls. That was a different part. All right. I'll allow it then. Yeah. All right. So, the Confederate soldiers... You take better notes than I do in the fact that you took notes. Well, yeah. I mean, this is a crucial piece of the movie. It's true. They get attacked by pirates. Two, I mean, think including about it. Moons- Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yes. Moonscar, the pirate, yes. as opposed to Moonscar, the Confederate soldier. Wait, and think about it, too. 200 mm. years ago in 1998, which you're assuming it's in current time, would be like 1798, which good is pre-Civil War. New math. That's true. One plus one is two. Is that what new math is? No, that's just from the song, uh, Men's Not Hot. <laughs> Big Shack, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Big but Shack, we will let you record our outro song, though, we if you would want to. Absolutely. Our intro song is untouchable. Big Shack, we're going to send this to you on Twitter and DM and see if you will be interested in I think Big us. Shack would do this. I think regular Shack would do this. You think regular Shack would do this? Yeah. All right. Anyway. Shack, definitely do that. Let me explain this part, because it is kind of confusing. So... The settlers come, they're these cat worshippers, but then Moonscar and his crew in 1798 come and invade the island, and then... They bring treasure. They do, they do. They bury the treasure, Mm -hmm. which doesn't get talked about again unless they do that. But they come to the island, they invade, and they chase these settlers into the bayou, and from there... Is it a bayou or a bog? It's a bayou. What's the difference between a bayou and a bog? Uh, Cajun. Oh, all right. I I like bogs better. You call it a bog? I mean, the movie calls it a bog. I'm going to call it a bog. Okay. Yeah, they fine. chase him in the game by algae. That's true. That's super dark. It's, it's a children's darkest, movie. It's the dark. It's for sure one of the darkest things I remember at age like nine. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty heavy. I remember that part specifically. I, I also forgot about the cat people, but Did I... Did you laugh when that happened? I laughed. I, I, I legitimately chuckled. I think the animation is just a little weird, and it's weird seeing where cats. Like, what, what other media have you ever seen, like, people cats? Yeah, other no, than... Go ahead. I guess. Other than ancient Egypt, like I can't really think of where cats. There's got to be one. Go ahead. If you can think of one, right in, right, right in, in the pod. Yeah, right in for sure. Um, so Moonscar, they chase the island. They killed them by the alligators, right? Yeah. Simone and Lena are the only two survivors. Unclear how they survived. They I ran actually, away. They hid. 
I don't want to think about it too hard. All right. How did those two only successfully hide out of the whole group of settlers? I don't know. Good question. I know. That's what I'm saying. They hide. Then they pray to this cat god to curse Moonscar. Their wish gets granted, which, I mean, cat god, if you're out there, subscribe. Um, they, cat god, definitively not a sponsor. Definitely not a sponsor. Um, and don't curse anybody for us, but subscribe if you are listening. If you can give out curses, you give out blessings. Cat god, bless our podcast. Cat god, please bless our podcast. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. Their wish gets granted, and they transform into werecats, and then they kill the pirates, but they remain werecats permanently. Yeah, is that like a curse that they have now, that they curse themselves too? Is that like a side effect? I mean, they get to be like human. Like They get to be human, I assume, for 364 days out of the year. So it's like... But it seemed like they could transform when they wanted to, because Jock did it. No, but it's but it was at the same time that they also transformed. A little bit later. I don't know if it's an at-will thing. All right. Maybe. Interesting. Werecats, if you're out there listening, write in. Um... So they remain werecats permanently. <laughs> They're werecats permanently, and every harvest moon, which is that yearly? Yeah, what's a harvest moon? I don't know. I was hoping you kind of knew. No, I don't know. I, is that a yearly thing? Is that like a biannual thing? Is it? Isn't harvest the name of one of the Twilight movies? I think it's no. I think new moon. Is new it. moon. That's it. Yeah, not harvest moon. No, isn't harvest moon a Star Wars thing? Harvest Moon is a Nintendo video game. Okay, that's one like no. There's also Blue Harvest, which is the uh, the Star subscription Wars. service. No. no, what's that one? It's the Star Wars we can't Family th- Guy spoof. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know what you're thinking of, but yeah, during the Harvest Moon, they turn back into werecats and they have to get the life force out of somebody else by midnight, or else they lose their immortality. Also, is midnight like exact on that on that on that sundial moon thing? dial? Yeah, interesting. I believe so. So, the zombies that they've all been talking to and being chased by, quote-unquote, that's why I used quotes before, um, they're actually just the werecat's previous victims. So, that's they where... They sucked their life force out of them. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, and that's... Keep in mind, that's where the Confederates came from, and the mm. settlers, and mm-hmm. the other tourists, and yep. the other pirates. Mm-hmm. So, we've seen, like, a mix of different zombies while we've been watching And it could have easily been Handsome Gardener Bo, who many people think is behind the zombies throughout the course of this movie. Yeah, I would describe him as the red herring of this movie. He acts like very not nice. Well, he's also, we find out later he's a cop. So he's got to maintain his undercoverness. You love spoiling stuff before you get there. Spo- it's the a 20-year-old movie and we're 35 minutes into a podcast about it. Everyone's seen it. Or doesn't care enough if I spoil this. I mean, that's a big twist. I just I just feel like we should give people some warning. <laughs> that's before not remotely a big twist. We're about to drop it on them. Oh my Anyway, so they awaken every harvest moon. Those zombies are trying to scare away the regular people, so they're like, please don't stay here because you'll get turned into a zombie from the cat people. They don't speak English, though. No, but they're trying to be spooky. Yeah. Well, that's weird, though, because he writes, like, beware and get out. Why yeah. doesn't he write as a ghost, like, these are cat people? Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, that's true. And also, when Scooby's stuck in quicksand, the uh, zombie guy hands him a vine to help him get out. That's true. And that's like supposed to be like a gag. It turns out, just a good guy zombie. Yeah, there are good guys. Well, but so I wrote that down. Are we even allowed to say that they are good guy zombies because they are Confederate soldiers? Oh, yeah. They're not. Right, not really. Oh, that puts us in a bind. It does. It really does. Keep in mind, though, there are other zombies. So the pirates are bad because they chased the rest of the settlers yeah, and, murdered them. and murdered them. Well, crocodiles murdered them. They just, I mean, that's... That is Sophie's choice there. I mean... All right. Uh, the, the Confederates are bad just on the basis of being Confederate soldiers, yep. but there are other tourists. There's a guy whose camera stayed on him the whole time as a zombie. Which would be the worst fate as a zombie, I feel like. If you're like a tourist? Yeah, what accessory would you not want to turn into a zombie and be stuck with for eternal life? Oh, God. I don't know how to answer that. 
I feel like if I was wearing like a dumb hat as like a joke, yeah, and I had to wear that hat yeah. forever, like an, like an umbrella hat. You know, one of those hats when you like go to the shore and they you buy like one of those straw hats because yeah. you're like, aha, I got this straw fedora now. That would be the worst thing. Oh, that would be awful. A zombie. I would really hate that. That's true. So uh, the zombies are kind of the good guys, but again, moral gray area. Not thinking too hard about it. But anyway, Shaggy and Scooby disrupt this werecat's like draining while it's going on. Mm-hmm. The gang frees themselves, and the werecats are surrounding them, so it's like a big showdown. But it's too late. The time for the ceremony You has wrote passed. your notes like it's like a screenplay. However, it is too late. And then you have a semicolon in here. The time for the ceremony has passed. Dude, this is insane how nice these notes are. Thank you. I really did try to make sure I got all of the plot points. Wow. I don't know how detailed our listeners want us to be. Probably not this detailed, but I'm impressed. You never know. Their curse expires, Simone, Lena, Jacques, they crumble into dust, and the rest of the zombies are finally allowed to rest in peace. And then, is it Moonstar, or was that a confederate that soldier? Was a confederate who, soldier. Who saluted them. Yeah, he did. I didn't like that. I did not like that either. That was weird. It would have been weirder, I think, to get Moonscar, though, because he's not really a good guy. He, he murdered this whole village. Yeah, that's true. So, and like, we freed their souls, and it's like, their souls probably shouldn't be free. I mean, yeah, I don't want to think too hard about the judgment of the afterlife. But, yeah, it would be – it's a little weird, I will acknowledge. Interesting. It's moral gray area for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like you said, so that sort of wraps up the cat people plot. Bo, he does reveal himself to be this undercover police officer, and he was sent to investigate the disappearances on the island. Daphne's like, do you want to come and guest, show, guest star on her show? Which, by the way, Bo, would you like to guest star on our show? Yeah, Bo, if you're out there, please. You have a great voice. You do, and you're very handsome. Very handsome. Yeah, that's uh, true. Character. Uh, and then they all leave the island in the morning. And Who drives the boat back? I assume Bo. Does he know how to drive the boat? Yeah, from like cop training. I hope it's Kodak. Black? Yeah. How do you drive the boat? Uh, if this was 2018, I would have loved that reference. I rolled it around. Nice. I don't even care. I'm glad they dropped a Kodak reference in here. Thanks for cashing in on that. You know, that's what I do. And that's Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. I liked it. I really did. I think I would give it five out of five Scooby snacks. I would for sure give it five out of five Scooby snacks. I mean, that kickstarted my enjoyment of those direct-to-video movies, I would say. I like how they're VHSs. I was thinking about that. Remember VH? You had to rewind them every single time? Oh, yeah. I remember. But they also remembered where you left off every time you wanted to put it back in. And think about DVDs. You had to go to scene selection. You remember that? Oh, dude. Oh, that dude. Was, I love some scene selection. That was the, what do you mean? That was the worst. That was at the most peaceful backgrounds. Yeah, but then you had to either rewind or fast forward to the exact moment that you were at. We've become too spoiled as a society. There's no more scene selection. I would say that we had better progress at VHS. We went backwards with DVDs. That's true. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, I had some general observations from this Hit one. Hit me with them. So, my first one is, like, why don't they ever just try to overpower these monsters in, like, physical combat? Can they Can they carry? Are they old enough to have guns? Dude, I wrote that down! I said, why doesn't Fred just, like, get a cheap forty five? Like, with America's love for guns, he should just stay strapped, and then, you know, like, <laughs> they're usually real people, so just flash the gat, and I assume... <laughs> I assume that these people in costumes would be like, whoa, man, whoa, I'm just a dude in a costume. I'm not trying to die. And they would solve like 65 to 70% of their mysteries so much faster. All right. Yeah. I like that idea. 100%. Um, Daphne like always admits that these people are just people in masks, right? So why don't they just like fight them? Seriously, there's four of them. There's five if you count Scooby. Well, Velma's probably useless in a fight. Daphne Daphne always has karate skills though. Yeah, that's true. Daphne does. She should just like try to fight Fred's pretty jacked. We don't, yeah, I guess yeah. Shaggy, I don't know, Shaggy's probably not that great. Yeah, probably. Shaggy's probably not that great. Scooby probably holds him. He's a dog. Yeah, allegedly. He right. doesn't know that. He doesn't know that, though. Um, That's well, a good point. Yeah, uh, I also, the criminals, like, are investing hundreds of thousands into these, like, costumes, this movie-grade special effects. Like, 
why not just hire some security goons to protect your illegal scheme? Why go that to all the attention? More than a zombie or I a I mean, ghost? if you're trying to keep it in the family, and by family, I mean probably just yourself, why would you hire more people? That's how all, like, evil schemes work. If say I say I want to haunt our apartment to make drive the property value down. And I say, I could do it by myself, or you could help me. There are so many, would you rather do? There are so many easier ways to lower your property value that don't involve, like, movie-grade special effects. Well, what's more fun? I think it'd be fun to haunt our apartment. Yeah. I mean, I guess. All right. Fair enough. I mean, do you try to have fun at your job? Yeah. I'm assuming criminals' jobs is to do crimes. So why are you not trying to have fun on No, the most light? of those people are, like, they're, like, the... They're like the riverboat captain, or they're like the cook. Like they have real jobs, and they're also moon. They're like reverse Batman. They're moonlighting in this like. It's true. They're moonlighting in this like zombie costume when in reality they could just be like paying someone to protect their assets. That's true. That's a good point. I don't know. The last. I thing, like the self-starter attitude of the villains. I always think that the villains themselves, like, you know, they could use some evil villain training. That's true. I feel like most of these people. Are, just some EVT. They really just fall into like very simple traps. They get busted by these kids, like or fully grown adults. We still don't know how old they are. True. Yeah, Mr. Yank, if you're out there, write in and tell us how old you are. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Tweet at us. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to say, I like how the monsters, the the costumes that these people are picking, they're always like themed. Like the crawdad guy was like, I could just be a run of the mill ghost, or. I could be a crawdad. Yeah, thing. that's true. Like, I like how I mean, they... But, I, but, like, what if he's, like, a local businessman who has, like, a commercial? Like, you know, like, you, you gotta be in the costume, but, like, look at me. These are my crawdads. Come buy them. You yeah. wouldn't have the costume. Then they would know who was behind the ghost. I guarantee you there's more than one crawdad costume in Louisiana. Do you call them crawdads or crawfish? Crawfish. I call them crawfish, but they call them crawdads, so I felt like maybe I'm just a tourist. We are tourists in Louisiana. Sure, we would be. Um... Yeah, the, the Louisiana Tourism Board, though, not a sponsor. Not Certainly not a sponsor. Maybe we, they should We'd be. welcome it, though. For sure. Louisiana Tourism Board, right in. If you're out there. Uh, yeah, those are my general observations from this one. Uh, Can I give mine? Yeah, go for it. My number one is, the, the Mystery Machine is crank windows. Yeah. I don't like that. Because they have a computer in that car. They do. They have There's a whole part she, where She Velma, doesn't call it a computer, though. She calls it a database. Yeah, Velma goes in there and is, like, typing away into the database. Yeah. You mean to tell me there's a database? What, you have to have crank up your windows? Well, I mean... I didn't like that. Presumably the database is taking all of the car's electric power. I mean, there was, like, no room for... They don't even have a stereo. You ever hear Mr. Yank listening to music in there? I guarantee you in the next movie we're going to hear him listening to music. In the car? Probably. I don't think so. Or maybe somebody's like a boombox. What member of Mr. Yank do you think gets to control the ox? Oh. Probably Daphne. You think? Yeah. Fred's driving all the time. Right. Except this movie... That's true. Shaggy and Scooby don't know what's happening. They're always in the way back where there Velma's are no seats like, classical music. I feel like Daphne's got some got some bangers. Velma gets a bad rep. I feel like she may also be into some like pretty cool like Midwest emo. That's true. That could be. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So that's my my other observation is I'm just curious. I ranked or I didn't rank, but I took note of all the food they eat in this movie. Okay. And I want to know what you think is the best one. Okay. They eat stale Scooby snacks. Yes. They eat cheese. Yes. They eat gumbo. Yes. They eat hot peppers. Yes. They eat a big sandwich. I think okay. it has 30 layers. They call that a po' boy. Yeah, a po' boy. Yeah. yeah. They had a uh, crawfish. Okay. They had pe- pecan or pecan. I'm allergic, so I don't know how to pronounce it. Pie. Okay. Um, and then whatever they had for dinner, I was doing laundry when that part happened, so okay. I forget what they had for dinner. Yeah. Um, what looks the best? I know, I know my answer. Far, I would go with that that po' boy. The po' boy? The big, it did look good. Yeah, I'm going to go with the sandwich. That's a good answer. I think i go with the gumbo. 
I bet that's really they added the hot sauce too. Yeah, that, like, well, that was a big point. Was like these peppers are like the spiciest peppers in Louisiana, yeah. which is like a weird distinction. Do you think they market them that way? Probably not. I don't know. Maybe that's how they get people to come. The Adventurous eaters, like hot ones. Hot ones not a sponsor. Yeah, Sean well, Evans, come on the pod. Yeah, it's not like a wine tour though. People don't just like. Go. Oh, I guarantee you, if you offered me a chance to go try like a, like a wine tour for hot sauces, I would go. Would you not go? I yeah, you would go. I don't know, like. The growing of the pepper versus the like creation of the hot sauce are probably not. That sounds interesting to me. Happening at the same place. But I, you don't think so? Maybe. I'd be interested in that. Hot it, sauce makers. Yeah. Any there. hot sauce makers out there? Please write into the pod. Please. Uh. Yeah. No. I don't know. I would go with the big sandwich. The sandwich looked good. That's a good answer. Yeah. What about you? Um. I, I think I'd go with the gumbo or like just the straight up hot peppers. I like hot peppers a lot. You, see, I feel like again with the theme. Like the food, they eat so much in these in these movies. Like I do enjoy when the food is just not like classic Scooby snacks yeah. or uh, like classic sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I like when they get a little adventurous because they are in a different place. That's you know? true. Got to eat adventures. So. I like that. Yeah, it's a life lesson for everybody out there. Yeah, eat adventurously. So, yeah. Take advantage of your opportunities. Yeah, if, see the world, just not right now. If see, if season two of your friend's show is filming in Louisiana, definitely take that trip. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Good tie back. Thank you. Okay. And then I'm just going to drop something else on here. Do you know what the dew point is in weather? Uh, I am familiar with the dew point. Do yes. you know like, how I could calculate dew point? Uh, I think I do. I'm still not sure, but I'm, I'm just going to go on what I think it is. I can Google it while you're I think talking. the dew point is like when there's enough atmospheric pressure in the air to where water vapor condenses into dew. Okay. So I'm going to say the dew point in um, the Dew Rect to Video podcast is when we feel the gangs at the most pressure of dying. Okay. When do you think was the dew point? The gang is in the most danger. I mean, uh, the obvious answer is probably when the werecats were, like, bearing down on them in the cave with the voodoo. Do you have a specific moment from that? Because mine ties to that. I'm going to go with, like, they tie up the voodoo dolls. Yeah. So they could have easily just, like, snapped the necks of the voodoo dolls. Oh, that's true. I feel like that's when they were in the most danger. Mine was when the voodoo wax dolls fell. Oh, yeah, there's also magic wax. That's oh, how they yeah, we, they gloss over they that. They gloss over that hot. real quick. They're like, oh, yeah, we didn't want to waste the magic wax. Yeah, that's why like, they didn't make one for Scooby and Shaq. Which, by the way, could they be, can you make a voodoo doll for a dog? Is he a dog? That's true. Again, <laughs> how much wax do you need? Like, can you make it really tiny and save the wax? Well, but then you wouldn't be able to control it as much. So oh, that's do true. As much voodoo yeah, stuff that's a good point. I think the biggest danger is when the wax is by the fire, and they straight yeah. up start melting. Yeah, that's true. That was a lot of danger for yeah, me. Yeah, and then they get pushed to the side, and they suddenly like, whew, like it takes yeah, like, like five it was just sweat. Yeah, voodoo, the voodoo magic was like very vague. They yeah. were like throwing them against the wall, and then they were thrown to the nearest wall. Yeah, and very vague. I yeah. will say, I liked it though. It was a good tie-in. The voodoo magic. Yeah, yeah. Again, I like when they. I mean, I assume this is the first one we're reviewing, but I assume the next time we review one. There will be a new tie into the place where they go. What's next up? Is it Witch's Ghost? Yeah, Witch's Ghost is the I'm next excited one. for that one. Me too. Uh, the great what, Tim Curry. Is, oh, yeah, Tim Curry yeah. of um, uh, It fame. And other things. Uh, I believe Tim Curry is in the... Story oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It of um, Tim Curry of Home Alone 2 fame. There we go. That's he's probably better now. There we go. That makes me feel a lot better, indeed. Um, I think he's also in the Clone Wars. Shout out Dave Filoni. Definitely not a listener, but from Pittsburgh, so kind of like him. Good for you. Yeah, good for Dave Filoni. Good for Dave Filoni. That's all I had. Do you have anything else? Do you have anything else going on? Um, no, I feel like we covered most of it on this one. Did did the wear ladies, the wear cats, commit a crime? I mean, I guess sucking the life force. Yeah, I think murder was the crime. They murdered a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of murder in this movie. Now that I nice to kind of think about it out loud. How does the U.S. government define murder if you come back as a zombie, though? 
still murder. You're still alive. If you suck the life force out of somebody. But you're still alive. No, you're undead. That's still that's alive. No, that that's like the definition of a zombie is that they're alive. No, they're undead. That's alive. No, it's not. It's different. Put a poll out on Twitter. I want to see what our followers. All right, write in. Yeah, right write in. in. What's our email again? You have it pulled up. Uh, we are the du- uh, direct to vid to pod at gmail.com. Write in. Let us know your thoughts on anything like that. Follow us on Twitter at direct to vid pod is the Twitter account. Yep. We're up to uh, we're up to fourteen followers, and we're following two. If we get to uh, let's say thirty followers, okay, by the end of the month, by the end of July, yes. I will choose a third person to follow, and I'll put it out to the listenership to decide. Right now, we follow Matthew Lillard and Sarah Bareilles. Yes. We'll leave it up to the listenership to decide who our third should be. This is a Sarah Bareilles stand account, I will say. That's true. This is very much a pro-Sarah Bareilles podcast. For sure. For sure. Three million followers or something like that, but quite frankly, I think we're the most important one. That's true. Very true. Otherwise, yeah. That's all I had. you have anything else to add? That's all I got. Well, thank you so much for listening to our debut episode. We're very excited to bring you many more of these, or at least like at least three until we get bored of this and try to move on to the next thing. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like this could really catch this on. This is fun. Yeah. I, I feel like it's super low stakes. I'm all about it. I mean, I think that there's a market for people who want to know about the direct video Scooby-Doo movie. That's true. We're also taking submissions for outro music on different instruments. If That's you want to true. play the Scooby-Doo theme song on any instrument you have. Including singing. Including singing. Ah. I mean, Glee's a thing. Yeah, that's true. Glee is a thing. I don't know. If I want like a triangle. Okay. Like the didgeridoo. What if Big Shaq says, I'll rap one for you? Oh, if Big Shaq raps it, we'll totally play that as the as the outro. Cerebrellas, if you're out here. Cerebrellas could also, that's true. Yeah. Cerebrellas could also sing our outro. Please, Cerebrellas, if you're out there. We're all about it. We're all about it. All about it. But that's all the time we have for today. Thank you again so much for listening. Please make sure to write in to us. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter. Do we have an Instagram? I don't know. Maybe maybe we do by now. No, by we time, do not have an Instagram by the time, by the time we're recording. This is going to people's ears. Yeah, um, just subscribe. and we'll... Yeah, be sure to subscribe on all your various podcasting platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on TuneIn. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're on Podbean, probably. If you call me, I will recite this entire thing <laughs> into the phone as your voicemail outgoing thing, if people still use that. Yes. Whatever you want. Thank you again for listening. For my co-host, the Space Kook, I am the Cheese Monster. Take care, everyone.